Jenguin. So you get a two for this week because last week, oh yeah, yeah, I had technical difficulties. I had mental difficulties. I had marital difficulties. <laughs> Just a lot of difficulties. And you know what? I have been trying to show myself a little bit more grace this year and just in general. I'm really bad at that. I feel like Oh my gosh, I have so much going on in my life and in my head that I just don't give myself a break. And I'm trying so hard to do that for myself because I can just tell a difference in my mental state. Um, I push and push and push and I have so many dreams and ideas and aspirations for my life and it's literally impossible to achieve them all. And when I don't, I have extreme anxiety. So I posted on Instagram, you know, um, that this was going to be released on Monday and then Monday came and girl, I've just learned about myself that I need a little bit longer. Some people don't need a break hardly ever, and they just go, 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 and I am so envious. I am like, go, 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 and then I would give myself like a day or two days to chill and relax and sleep and cry in bed all day, and I've just realized that sometimes I need a whole week. <laughs> I think maybe like four days is like, okay, I'm starting to feel a little better. Let's get back to life. So anyways, wow. What an explanation. All that to say, I've also been processing because this past episode was going to be a lot about, you know, just mental and emotional um, awareness and self-care. And I was not in a good state to even talk to you guys about it. Um, I feel like maybe I should have. I really wanted to kind of just be in my feels and not in a very good place and record because I think you'd get a lot more real and rawness and I don't want to come off like um, fake or not being genuine. I want you guys to see into my life and into the life of, you know, just a normal human being, your everyday girl who's got a lot of things that she likes doing and she's also got a lot of issues. Because, <laughs> you know, I got issues. But you got them too. Yes, we do, girl. Yes, we do. Okay, so last week we kind of went over our, well, John's natal chart. I've done this before for myself, and I just was really curious and seeing a little bit more of his sides to him and his personality. And we probably didn't even get like a fourth of the way into it. Maybe he'll let me do some more um, next time I talk to him. So I'm hoping today, you know, you'll get my episode and then Sunday... Uh, you'll get an episode with John and I. Maybe we can go over that. But another thing I've been wanting to do is these enneagrams. Enneagrams? What the heck? How do you say it? I've been wanting to do that test. I took um, that other personality test that was floating around a couple years ago. Like I think I was an ENFJ. INFJ? One of the two. I can't remember. The stuff that I'm going to get into today that's like quote unquote deep. Girl, I turned 30 and whoo, talk about self-reflection, um, cutting people out, learning who your real friends are. Uh, I don't, there's just been so much and I don't know. Oh, I got a text. <laughs> Um, anyways, I, why is my phone dinging anyways when I have it on do not disturb? This phone makes no sense. I constantly take it off of Wi-Fi and then it's just like, nope, I'm going to be on Wi-Fi 24 hours a day everywhere I go, even in the house. Like sometimes I don't want to go off of my Wi-Fi. I just want to use my data and here it is connected to Wi-Fi again. Also do not disturb is turned on and I'm getting text messages and someone just called me and it was ringing. Let's put it on silence and see 
if uh, I get a call uh, because this phone, oh my God. When I want it to ding and when I want it to ring, it doesn't. People are like, I've been calling you all day long and you don't answer. And I'm like, literally my phone has not ring. But I put it on silent right now and I'm recording and it dings. I love technology, <laughs> but not as much as me, you see. <laughs> Stupid. Anyways, I mean, mother, what was I saying? I don't know how to approach what I want to say because I know that I have a lot of friends and family who, there it goes. <laughs> there goes the phone. Oh, oh dear. Lots of text messages just flying in. <laughs> Hang on. I'm going to have to pause this recording. <sighs> okay. So about last week, I'm going to start there. Um, I literally, my heart is palpitating just thinking about it. Like this is, this is life guys. All right. So it has to do with marriage. Some of you guys have messaged me. You want um, you know, a podcast or a conversation. I really want to have a convo with John about marriage and like real life marital stuff. People are always like, I don't know. I just want to, I just want to be upfront. I feel like so many people are alone because I have felt so alone. Ew, my theme song here goes kicking in. I might cry and I'm going to want to tell you why, but I have felt so alone in certain ways because there's so many things that happen that are taboo that people just don't freaking talk about. And I just want to talk about it and I want to share it and I want to get through it and get better and grow and help somebody else. Like, oh, how do I even, this is a conversation that maybe me and John are going to have to have. I mean, if he doesn't want to record something live, obviously I'm going to respect that, but I don't know, maybe one day, but I don't know, just a few things have come up. We have been together for so long. It's been 12 years. He was literally a tiny child <laughs> when we started dating. And I was only two years older than him. And I just feel like we have grown up together. We have been best friends. We have been each other's worst enemy at points. We have struggled. We have been poor. We have... Oh my God, my heart is literally pounding. Like we've been through so much together. And sometimes people who who have not been together very long still go through all those things. No matter how long you've known someone, there's so many trials and tribulations that life can bring. And sometimes you just don't know how to navigate it. And I am a Christian. You know, I, I feel like my faith is very strong, but then I question... I question my faith in faith. <laughs> Does that make sense? Like I have faith and I know I believe in God and I I think I believe in heaven. I don't know. I struggle with that. So then I get in my head like, oh, is that why like it's so hard for me to come to terms or to heal or to grow because I've kind of strayed a little bit from the God that I grew up knowing and now God I think is just a totally different thing to me is a different person I it there's so many things about the religion that I grew up in that don't make sense <clears throat> sorry I have coffee in my throat <laughs> I got a, a mountain chicken <laughs> aka a frog I don't believe a lot of the things that I grew up being taught and then I have a feeling that sometimes that gets in my head and then I'm like this is why I feel so alone because I don't feel like I have God or Jesus here with me and it's like I do I know I do and I feel this presence in my life I just don't really know what to do with it or what I believe about it exactly anymore um <clears throat> that's a totally different subject like if you guys want to get more into that some episode about you know how I grew up and Christianity and stuff like that but all that to say I feel like I shouldn't feel alone being a Christian and I feel like people are probably going to tell me like it's because you're lost your faith in God and well you know I 
I am human. We are human. For those of you out there who are listening, who are Christians, who strongly believe in God, and you go to church, and you read your Bible, and you pray, and this and that, you're still sad sometimes, aren't you? You're still lonely. You still feel like, oh my God, nobody's here for me. Nobody hears me or understands me or knows. Like You can talk and pray to God as much as you want, but if you're if you don't have that human connection that maybe not everybody needs, but a lot of people do need, dude, what, what is earth? What is life? What I don't, it's so hard to explain what my brain is processing right now. But, um, John and I have gone through some things that it's just been like, Oh, okay. Like, I think I'm the same person from when I was a little girl. Like, I honestly do. Like, deep down, little Jenny is here, and I am me, and I've always wanted the same things and had the same dreams and desires, and I'm still a hopeless romantic, and oh, just all the things. And I want to believe the same about John. You know, I think he's the same person as he was, and he's got stuff from his childhood that he struggles with, and... Um, that he deals with but at the same time I feel like we change like I've grown and I've learned how to deal with certain things and I think he's changed and he's grown and he's dealt with things in a different way than he did before Um, so we're just trying to navigate these things you know that come up in marriage we're questioning everything we're um, I don't know we're just both very stubborn and hard-headed and we're like I just want to be happy. I don't know why I feel this way. And um, I just went through, oof, I'm trying not to cry. Last week was probably one of the worst weeks of my life. And I was in bed for, you know, like four days. I didn't get up out of bed. And (laughs) my podcast called Ew, because for real, I sound, I feel like I sound like such a baby. And I talk about these things on my Instagram stories sometimes. And the, the, the message that I get from you guys, like, thank you for saying something. I'm so glad I'm not alone. Honestly, that means the world to me. Like, I just want, I just don't want somebody to feel the way that I've felt at certain points in my life. But, um, I, I was so, so depressed. Like I literally, I just thought and felt things that I've never thought and I never should feel and I never want to feel again. And I don't even, I can't even imagine how many people out there have felt like this, even knowing that the person next to you, you love them, you want to be with them, you know, the friends and the family that you have around you, like you care about them so much, but sometimes they're just not giving you what you need. They're just not there in the way that you need. They're there for you in the way that they think is okay, or they have anxiety and they have depression and they're dealing with stuff. So they don't want to like be selfless and like give you this care and this focus that you need sometimes. And like literally all I could do was give that to myself. And the way I gave it to myself was unfortunately it was like cutting everybody out like I didn't want to talk to anyone I just wanted to be by myself in my bed and just be like lay here Jenny it's fine like cry feel what you're feeling it is valid you are you are special and I just deserved to just like be taken care of and it's weird because like I um I believe in self-care and like doing things to pamper yourself and feel better and get up out of a slump. But sometimes like I've, I've realized my self-care is literally just laying in bed <laughs> doing nothing and scrolling through TikTok for hours and watching a show and sitting with my depression and letting it. Um, uh, oh, my God, it sounds so nasally now, <laughs> but um, and just letting it sit there and think about all the stuff that I'm feeling and deal with it so that when reality hits again, I'm kind of in a better headspace and I can deal with the other shit that people are throwing at me left and right and asking for favors and this and that. And where are you? Why aren't you answering your phone? And I'm like, literally, if I'm not if I'm not on social media or texting or calling you like for days at a time, weeks, uh, this is where 
I, I, I don't know what to do with myself because I want to talk about it, but I have a feeling I'm going to offend somebody. But this is where I get upset and, um, I don't know. I just want to scream from the mountaintops like, you haven't seen me, you haven't heard from me in who knows how long. And the, oh, oh my God, I don't even know how to approach this. Like, and the next time you text me is weeks later asking me for a favor. I, I am so, oh my God, I'm so over it. Like, I sat in my bed for four days and I was like, I just need to give myself this care and this love and this time to reflect. And I didn't talk to anyone. And I can maybe count on three fingers the people who checked in on me in my life. And it's not about that. It's just that I'm so tired of giving people energy. I'm not perfect. And like, I maybe don't give people the amount of energy that they think that they need or that they want and they deserve. But I feel in my heart that I give a lot of people around me a lot of energy and I'm so drained and I'm so tired and exhausted of doing so because when I was hurting for more than a week in my bed, I mean, it was, it was probably more than seven days that I was like really like just terrible, terrible thoughts. But four of those days I did not get up like I barely showered (laughs) i barely ate or drank water where where were all these people where were they and it that's not what friendship is and that's not what love is about and that's i don't know it sounds selfish of me but i really do like it hurts like i'm human and i'm not saying that nobody did because the friends and family who did reach out to me or check in or at least send like a little heart emoji text you mean the world to me, but I've come to realize that there's so few of them. And I think I just want to keep it that way. Like everybody else that I'm so worried about keeping in my life. I don't know why I'm stressing myself out to keep them there. Maybe it's miscommunication between me and them, uh, that I need to explain a little bit more, like, you know, who I am And they don't even realize that I need somebody to check in on me and make me feel like they care about me. Like everybody wants to feel like that. And I hope to God that the people who are important in my life know, you know, where they stand and how much I love them and care about them. Even as little as we might see each other or hang out, I truly value friendship and life. And I don't want that to, you know, be taken for granted. So all that to say, I had the worst week of my life, the probably the hardest thing in my marriage, the busiest week after that, like literally I've never ran around and did things like, if you know me, you know, I'm not a morning person. I do not wake up before like 11 noon sometimes. Um, and I had to wake up at like four in the morning to start getting ready to be fully dressed head to toe makeup hair and everything for a video commercial like i i've never done that i've never been on camera like with a professional video company you know i I felt like i looked so tired and i was you know i just did a lot of fun stuff that i've i've been so busy doing these things that i really enjoy but i literally almost backed out I almost canceled and didn't do this this thing that made me so happy and brought me so many opportunities and so much joy in my life and I was able to be creative and have fun and make video content about you know this adventure that I was going on and I love that kind of stuff and I almost didn't do it because I was depressed and because I didn't believe in myself that I could get up and get out of bed, get dressed, drive an hour away to be somewhere to shoot for a video at 8 a.m. And that is so sad because <laughs> I just was I was so lonely. Like I sh- I don't want to feel like that. I don't want to feel so exhausted and so drained and so oh, just oh, my God, I don't know what other word to use other than exhausted 
from thinking about all the stuff that I want to do for people and I don't have time to fit it all in and all the things that I want to do with people and all the time I want to spend with people and all the friends and family that I miss. Like, it's gotten to the point, you know, I think a lot of people start feeling like this. Once you hit 30, you're like, okay, my circle is just smaller. And it's not that I don't care about the people in my life that you know I don't talk to as much anymore. It's not that I don't love you, that I don't want to see you or spend time with you, but as much of not this person that I am, because this is not me, I literally want to fit time in with everybody everywhere. As much as I don't want to just eliminate that stress and anxiety in my head, I'm starting to do so because of my mental health. I cannot do this. Not everybody is like this. This might not be related to, relatable to so many people out there, but for the people who do feel like this, you are not alone. You cannot do anything. Uh, you cannot you can you can do anything. <laughs> but you can't do everything. You're not superwoman. You're not some robot. You're not this like just bucket to be filled with favors to do for people. I don't even know how to explain what I'm trying to say, but I I just, oh my God, I'm so over it. I'm so over it. And then on the other hand, there's friends and family that I do deeply miss and I just really want them in my life. And maybe my circle is getting smaller, but I want those people in that circle with me. I have started to reach out to them because maybe, you know, they have reached out to me in the past and they've tried and they've put an effort to hang out or to spend more time together or be a pen pal or, you know, I don't have kids, but like, you know, let's go to the little splash cad. I can't talk. The splash pad with your kids so we can just sit and have an ice cream cone in the summer. You know, there's people that like have tried doing that kind of stuff with me that I'm like, you know what? They have made an effort and I was really bad or I was going through a depression and I didn't reach out to them. And obviously they have shown that they really care about me and they want to spend time with me. So I'm putting them back in my circle and I'm still not. Oh, another phone call. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But it really does. It makes a difference, you know, when you sit and reflect on that. Maybe there's someone out there that needed to hear this. You might feel lonely. You might feel like there's not a lot of people in your circle and your friends and your family are not making effort to keep you in their lives. And then there's other people that are probably, if you're sitting here, you could think about it right now. And there's someone's name popped into your head. That's the person who has tried to reach out to you and contact you that has shown like, hey, you're actually important to me and I want to fit you into my life. Maybe you need to reach out to them and you need to, you know, show kindness or, you know, even if you don't have all the energy, like some people, to be honest, are like can be really clingy and needy and they want to spend time with you 24 hours a day and they don't have boundaries. You're married and they're not and they just always want to be at your house. Like I'm not talking about that because I really do think that we need to set boundaries, like especially if we're married or in a serious relationship, or even if you're not, you're just a single person. And some people just don't have boundaries. You need to be upfront with people and let them know. And I'm trying to do better with saying those things to people. And I have other friends, you know, that are going through the same thing and people just don't realize like, okay, I love this person. I want to spend time with them, but I I have literally texted them every single day of their life. And I need to step back. Like some people really do need that solitude I did not think I was one of them, but I've discovered that I am. Everybody sees me as this, for the most part, this like outgoing, happy, hyper, excited, funny person. And that's great. And that is me. But I don't think people realize that I'm also like, okay, Jenny. <laughs> Jenny's got a lot of issues and she needs some time. <laughs> like I need to sit and be depressed. But like John, he's like, oh, I'm just going to leave you alone and give you your space. I, I want space, but like I want you there. And some people are like me. And there's people out there that don't realize that. So I'm saying it out loud because, I mean, you 
this might just help you be like, oh, that's what's wrong with this person. That's why they did this. That's why they're treating me like that. But like John needs space. And when I walk away from an argument, like he does better on his own, like his drive home from work is longer now. And he uses that time to clear his head. Um, so that by the time he is home, the stress from work, he's kind of thought through it and processed it. And now he can like talk to me a little bit. Whereas before, you know, his drive home was shorter and he was calling me on the way home and then he gets home and it's me, 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 like in his ears, like yapping and yapping. And he never got that time alone. Me, I want that, but like, I want John sitting next to me. Like I'm upset and I'm going to stomp away from like an argument and go to the kitchen. But like, I just really want you to like sit on the couch in the living room in the same area as me and not go downstairs in the basement and leave me alone for three hours. Because trust me, those three hours, I'm going to be thinking of all the things from the past four years that you did to piss me off. So I've calmed down a little bit, but now I'm thinking and my mind's turning and running and running. And by the time you come up, he's like, cool, I'm refreshed. I got my space. Now I can talk. And I'm like, why? I oughta. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and it's not realistic to think that he can do that every time, but I'm hoping that he realizes that you know it, it and he has he's made an effort like the other day he stayed on the couch in the living room while I was cooking and then he said something to make me mad and I was upset and crying and yada yada but he stayed on the couch instead of running away to the bedroom and I was literally instantly in such a better mood I thanked him I was like I'm so happy that you stayed down here like I feel bad for the guy maybe he wanted to walk away and he can but every once in a while I just need that I do not like feeling alone and I know I'm not, I know he's in the house, but I really do think this all, this whole yapping for 28 minutes has led up to this moment. It all stems from shit from our childhood. I cannot stress that enough. Any issues that you have or something that someone in your life has done that has upset you or pushed you away, it is there for a reason. And I'm trying really hard not to cry because... All I wanted to do in this episode was do what I'm about to do right now. Okay, I had to take a deep breath. If you're still here, thank you so much. I appreciate you and I love you. Thank you for understanding me and not judging me and just accepting me for how I am. But I am closing my eyes. And for those of you who don't think this stuff is weird or maybe you want to do a little bit of work, I'm reflecting my heart is pounding so fast. Somebody, somebody years ago reached out because I was looking for help and they helped me see and realize things about me that I didn't know were stemming from my childhood. And, you know, my childhood does come with sexual abuse, um, verbal abuse I felt I don't think I was you know this I don't want people thinking badly of my parents I wasn't neglected but like in my mind I felt neglected because I was living so many years with trauma that nobody knew about and then I would get in trouble and be mad and take it and be bitter at my authority because they didn't know what I was dealing with and so I was like I feel so alone Nobody freaking understands me, and it was my fault for not saying anything. Um, but it's it's not. It wasn't my fault that I didn't say anything. It's just so many things came from that. So I've always just like felt I just feel lonely sometimes in my head. And what this person helped me do, I'm gonna ask you to do it right now with me if you want. You can walk away to a room, you know, if your kids are taking a nap or whatever, just take a moment, go to the bathroom or step outside. I think it's even better when you're in nature and you do these kinds of things, but just sit for a minute in stillness, stillness, <laughs> and think back to you as a child. Think back to you, whatever age it may be, that you are at your lowest, your hardest, the saddest moment that you can think of. Just picture little you 
when you needed someone the most. It might not even be you as a child. It might be you a couple years ago, a couple months ago. Think back to that moment and just give them a hug. I'm actually like about to physically hug myself. I'll give you a couple seconds here of silence just to kind of sit and feel where you're at if you are doing this with me. And breathe, just breathe through it. I'm just picturing little Jenny when she needed to be hugged the most. Maybe nobody knew that you needed to be hugged or what you were going through. Maybe they still don't know what you're going through. But you, where you're at right now, even if you're in a bad place, look back to a place prior to this where you really, really needed someone and you be there for yourself. You give them a hug. And then I just want you to picture that little version of you or past version of you and look them in the eyes and what would you tell them in that moment? Give that person who is a former part of you the encouragement, the support, the love that you need. That you needed in that moment. Which is something that you also need right now. Whatever you're going through, whatever you're dealing with, Whatever you're struggling with, if you feel alone, just be there for yourself. Look back and tell yourself, as a little child or a struggling adult, what you needed to hear from someone. It might not heal all the wounds, but now you know what you deserve. You know what you need. You know what you need to explain to someone so that they know how to be there for you. But even if someone can't be there for you, it doesn't matter because you know in your mind what you needed, what you need, what you need to tell yourself. You know what you deserve. And you are the only person who knows these things deep down in detail. You are the person in your head holding yourself back, sometimes bringing yourself down. But guess what? You're also the person who knows exactly what you need to be happy. So look yourself in the eyes and you tell them that. You be there. Speak life and love into yourself. If you need to, get up right now and go to a mirror. And it's going to be hard because I've done it. But look at yourself in the mirror and say that exact same thing that you told that past version of yourself. It's going to be okay. You're not alone. There's people who love you. There's people who see you and understand you. You're going to come out of this. You're going to heal true colors will be shown and one day you will get justice you're freaking awesome now this next part is something that just came to me naturally right now and I feel compelled to also view it from this point okay so now I want to do the same thing but instead, this time, think back to your happiest moment that you can remember. Just think of something that made you happy as a kid or someone being there. How did that make you feel? 
And do you feel that now? That moment that you're picturing where you were truly filled with joy. Who gave that to you? Were you happy on your own? Were you happy with someone that's no longer here with you? Were you happy being in a certain place? Were you happy because you accomplished something and you were so proud of yourself? Try and think of how you can get that feeling back where you're at in your life now. If it seems impossible, just look back again in the eyes of a little version of you or a past version of you, even if it was recent. Look them in the eyes and tell them what they need to hear in that moment. Tell them that you're proud of them. You're so happy that you're so happy. Thank that version of you for being who they are and for finding joy in whatever it is that they found joy in in that moment. And then just open your eyes. And again, you might need to go to a mirror, but tell yourself that you can do it, you're proud of yourself, and that you're going to accomplish feeling that again. If it means getting in the car and taking a trip to wherever you were, if it means reaching out to the person that you were with and thanking them for being there for you and giving you that moment, that feeling of happiness and joy, do it. If it's someone that you don't have here with you anymore and you can't speak to them, just look yourself in the eyes in a mirror and speak life into yourself. Be grateful and thankful for that moment and that you did feel that. You have that memory. You have that piece of you. And it's always going to be there in your mind. And do anything you can in your power to feel that again with yourself, with your kids, with your parents, with a friend, with a spouse, alone. It's okay to be by yourself, but you're not alone because you have you. And even if you don't feel happy right now, you just thought of a moment where you were so happy and you can feel that again. And you did feel that. It's possible. And that's yours. So it might have been cheesy to you. Maybe it helped you. But as much as I'm the type of person who wants to do that and feel that for everybody around me, it's not in me to just keep giving and giving and giving of myself and my emotions and my thoughts. I want to give that feeling to the people in my life who want it and who want me to feel that in return. If you're listening to this and we're not close anymore, I really, really miss you. I really love you. I can only give so much of myself and you can only give so much of yourself. So if you don't feel cared for and special about someone in your life, it might be time to just give them a space in your heart and maybe not so much of your energy. I only want to give this energy to people who want to give it to me in return because we all deserve it. We do. And sometimes people just need some time. They need a couple years to grow and reflect and learn themselves and see what their priorities are. 
it might not always be what you think priorities are because everybody's going through something different in life, but hopefully this helped you realize what you need and see how special and important you are. But make sure if you ever feel down and you're doubting yourself and lonely, look back and do that same thing and think of that same little person and always, always, always tell them that you love them. I don't always love me. Sometimes I drive myself freaking insane, but when I think back at little me, little hurting me, even teenage me, there's no way that I can look at her and be like, yeah, no, I don't love you. Because I do. She deserves it. She needs it. And so do you. So give yourself some grace. Give yourself some time. Learn feel grow Whew, that got really deep guys <laughs> okay so we need to lighten the mood i really wanted to take one of those like personality quizzes but you know what <laughs> I did something that I needed more today, but I do, as always, I want to lift up the mood and feel better and have some laughs and do something right now to giggle. These are the moments that I wish I had two me's, not only so that I can hug her and tell her to snap out of it, she's going to be okay and that I love her, but so that I could play games with her because I would do the word game right now, but I can't really do it by myself. <laughs> I probably can because I'm a little psycho in my head, but let's not go there. <laughs> You know what? We're going on an adventure right now. Funny personality quiz. That's what we're going to look up. I want to listen to the little beeps on the phone. I like when, I, when, it, when it does this. I love it. <laughs> does anybody else like that sound? Okay, funny personality quiz. Okay, quizzes. Take fun character, personality, and relationship quizzes. Let's see. Ooh, what's your home decor style? I keep forgetting I need to do a home decor episode. That will be perfect. <gasps> Don't let me forget that. We're going to do that in one episode. What's your home decor style? What new books are you reading? <laughs> doesn't sound fun. <laughs> which Bridgerton character are you? Which Shark Tank? Ooh, which Shark Tank shark are you? That's something that John's going to want to do. What charity should you give to in 2020? It's so random. How divorce proof is your marriage? Oh my God, I think I'm going to do this. How divorce proof is your marriage? <laughs> I should do this with John too, but I'm going to do it behind his back. <laughs> All right, ready? Every marriage will have its ups and downs. That's right, sister. But how do you know if yours will last the test of time? You could and should, of course, visit a licensed therapist for professional advice. <laughs> Stupid. It's true, guys. It's true. Please do not take advice from this quiz that I'm about to take. <laughs> Please visit a professional. Oh, my God. Oh, man. See, I really give myself a good time. I don't need anybody else here to make me laugh. <laughs> I'm really scared about this, by the way. But you can also just take this quiz really quick. <laughs> what? Oh, my God. But you can also just take this well, really quick super scientific, not really, quiz and see where you stand right now. Hey, why not? Oh my God, this is, who wrote this? <laughs> okay, number one, your spouse is complaining about a rude coworker. What's your listening face? And it's the mom from Schitt's Creek. Uh, <laughs> she, there's four different faces. One where she looks like, eh, one where she's going mm, with a cup of coffee and another one where she's like, shut up. And then another one where she's just thinking and looks annoyed. Spouse complaining about a rude coworker. I probably, actually, I probably would be interested. I want to hear. I like hearing John's stories about his rude coworker. So maybe I'll do the listening, like, oops, looking face with a coffee cup. She got the tea. Two, the coworker story goes on forever. <laughs> I would literally love that. 
it's my dream to have John tell me a story about his coworker forever. Keep your mouth shut while planning dinner in your head. Uh, I guess I kind of do that too. <clears throat> no, I don't keep my mouth shut. Ask related questions. Inter- that's me. I ask questions throughout the whole thing. Stay quiet and think about what new facts you're learning about your spouse. Ooh, it's a tie between the, fir- the second and the third one. Ask related questions intermittently or stay quiet and think about what new. Oh, no, I wouldn't stay quiet and think about the new facts I'm learning about him. I would literally be like, wow, you're so annoying. (laughs) Okay, number two, ask related questions. You love pottery. Your partner hates it. That's literally my life, but loves martial arts. Ew. Pick a perfect weeknight. (laughs) Okay, so I love pottery. Your partner hates it, but loves martial arts. So it says pick a perfect weeknight and it's a picture of them making pottery and the scene of the movie Ghost or another picture of her making pottery by herself from Ghost. This is Demi Moore. And then Patrick Swayze is next to her doing martial arts by himself. So I think what it's asking is, I love pottery, he loves martial arts. Our weeknight is we do pottery together because I love it, or I do pottery and you do martial arts separately because that's what we love. Um, my God, I talk a lot. Pick a perfect weeknight. Oh, there's no way in hell he's doing pottery with me on a weeknight. He's going to be asleep by 8 o'clock, so... I guess I'm doing pottery and he's doing martial arts. <laughs> Louise, your sex life is a bit lackluster these days, so you buy a sexy new pair of underwear that maybe your spouse will notice, keep mum and carry on, ew, hell no, book a surprise romantic getaway for two, Mm, buy a sexy new pair of underwear and show it off. Hmm... I'm probably, it's probably the first one. I'm going to buy a sexy new pair of underwear because I've gotten to the point where I will start to do that for myself, but I'm probably going to be like, maybe he'll notice it instead of being like, look at my butt. Oh, but I do that too. (laughs) I would like to book a romantic getaway, but it's too complicated because I never know his schedule. So God, nobody cares about these details that I'm saying. Just answer Jenny. Um, the first one, I'm hoping that he'll notice dear God. Okay, number fight. You got in a number fight. <laughs> wow, we know what's on my mind. Number five, you got in a blowout fight. You're both at fault. What's the most likely next step? You apologize. Even your spouse didn't apologize first. Hail to the no. <laughs> you give your spouse the silent treatment. <laughs> no, I don't really do that. I literally don't do that. Your spouse apologizes first, and then you follow suit. <laughs> Sounds like me. You both don't speak each other, peek to each other until you have to. Mm, that's probably what he would want to do, but we definitely have the third one. He apologizes and then I apologize next. Because I'm usually the one that's crying about something and mad because he hurt my feeling. If we're both at fault for something, he literally could care less if I apologize. He just wants to get it over with. <clears throat> Number six. I think I'm going to have him do this quiz at some point. I think it'll be funny to see his reaction. Number six, how regularly do you feel gratitude towards your spouse? Often? Sometimes? I don't remember. (laughs) What the hell? I don't remember. I often feel gratitude. He works really hard for me. Your spouse tries but fails to solve a problem for you. What's your reaction? (laughs) It's Phoebe Buffet making a like really face um a lady screaming at a dog (laughs) or a guy really happy with thumbs ups but he looks sarcastic (laughs) to solve a problem for you honestly it's between the dog and phoebe (laughs) it's phoebe it's definitely phoebe like thanks but really didn't do crap Like, get out of my way so I could do it myself. Eight, it's date night. Which image most reflects you two? Two people looking at each other uh, bored and lovingly. Two girls laughing, staring at each other lovingly. An awkward 
couple dressed like farmers and he's awkwardly putting his hand on her shoulder and she's smiling like she's the happiest person in the world but she's forcing it and i can't remember this guy Kristen wig and that jason sudeikis guy uh looking really annoyed she's on her phone and he's looking at the tv screen i think he's playing video games <laughs> <laughs> literally none of these what the hell it's date night which image most reflects you two <laughs> the farmers <laughs> I'm trying so hard to smile and he's just standing there because he has to put his hand on my shoulder um maybe the Jason Sudeikis probably because I she looks upset like she wanted to go out but he's sitting there playing the video games and so they look like they are sick of each other <laughs> ew okay ready your marriage grade, 70% divorce proof. <gasps> what does that mean? 70% I'm going to get a divorce or 70% I'm not going to get divorce proof. Okay, I'm not. Okay, good. <laughs> okay, results from our super scientific quiz are in. And it looks like you're on a good path, but could use some reinforcements. Hey, no one said marriage was easy. Psychotherapist and relationship expert Esther Perel writes in Mating in Captivity. Love rests on two pillars, surrender and autonomy. Our need for togetherness exists alongside our need for separateness. I mean, I, I agree with that part. Sound like riddle? Sound, sound, like, sound like a riddle? You're not wrong. Finding the ideal balance that works for you and your spouse can be tricky, and it takes time and effort. So start with baby steps, like an act of gratitude as simple as saying thank you. The next time your husband puts the dishes away. <laughs> Even if he put the serving spoon in the wrong drawer. That's the end of the quiz. <laughs> well, that was fun. This is the weirdest quiz I ever took, but I'm going to make John do it anyways and see how divorce proof his marriage is. All right, that's all for today, folks. Obviously, I've got some fun stuff and some deep stuff in store for you guys with John coming up soon, hopefully. So stick around. Um, I'm going to try my best to get that out on Sunday night. But for now, take care of yourself. Love yourself. Remember, it's better to be hated for who you are than to be loved for someone you're not. And be you. Okay, bye. We're going to laugh. <laughs> I might cry and I'm going to want to tell you why. Because, hey, well, that's just life. So do 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 Okay, for real.